This is your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 239. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am so glad that you are here. How is your summer going? I hope it's going amazing. It's interesting. I know a lot of you know that I did a triathlon. Uh, Gosh, it's been over a month now. And I actually kept up my training. I'm mostly just running at this point. And so in the morning, I get up and I look at the weather to see (laughs) what the weather's like. And you'd think I would learn... By now, I've been living in the South for several years, and I see a temperature of maybe like 75 degrees, 77 degrees, and I know that I need, the earlier you go in the morning, the cooler it is, but when I see, you know, this morning I went for a run and I'm like, oh, it's only 77, it's not that bad, and so I waited until about 10 a.m. to go out on my run, y'all. The humidity, though, it feels when there's humidity, because I'm used to Southern California, when there's no humidity, 77 feels like 77. And if it's great enough that there's a breeze, all is well. But when there's 77 and there's humidity, it no joke feels like it's 117 degrees. It, whew, this morning, even my dog is like, I don't want to go out in this. You're on your own, lady. But whoa, the air is heavy. It just is rough. So I just make sure and take care of myself. And I stop when I'm done. When I have had enough, when my face looks like a tomato, I think it's time to call it a day. So that's what my summer has looked like. (laughs) What about yours? Now I know why people get treadmills and do it in the comfort of their own house and their air conditioning. All right. Oh my gosh. Well, coming up this fall, when the weather does start to cool down a little bit, we are starting the mentorship, which I am so excited about. 12 amazing ready women are going to join me this fall. Applications are open for this. A couple of spots have already been taken, but I'm looking for 12 women who are ready to commit and do the work. This program is for any woman who knows that vulnerability is the key to more connection, more confidence in her life, more happiness in her life, but you still keep people at an arm's length. You still want other people to go first, but you know that it's something you need to work on. Maybe your behaviors are kind of on autopilot. If you read How to Stop Feeling Like Shit, my second book, those behaviors, the perfectionism, the numbing, the hiding out, the people-pleasing, the being strong the imposter complex, they just seem like they're on autopilot and you can't seem to change them because you're so used to doing them. And then you kind of feel worse about that. If you struggle with opening up to people, you feel like you're going to be judged. You feel like you're going to be criticized. For some people, they feel like they're going to absolutely die, but you know that maybe that's what you need to do more of in order to get the things that you want to have the life that you want to live. If you're nodding your head, I invite you over to yourkickasslife.com slash mentorship. Of course, that link is in the show notes. You can read all about it, fill out an application. If your heart is saying, yes, this is for me, I think I'm ready. It incorporates the Daring Way, which is the work I am certified to facilitate based on the research of Brene Brown. I've been facilitating that for four years now. 
It is hands down the best work I have ever done, both as a facilitator and personally in my own life. I continue to do that work day in and day out. And then after we do that curriculum, we go into almost four months of group, small group program, coaching, mentoring, where I guide you so you can take that with you in your life because it's one thing to learn all of it and then you go out into your life and shit happens and you're like, what do I do with this? How do I actually incorporate that, implement it into my life? And that's where me and the rest of the small group comes in to help you. So yourkickasslife.com slash mentorship. I would love to hop on the phone with you and see if it's a great fit for you. And I have today a short episode on taking small action. Because if I know you, my loyal listener, I know that you have probably listened to hundreds of podcast episodes at this point, not just mine, but other personal development podcasts. You've probably read or listened to dozens of self-help books, probably done a lot of work on yourself just from the awareness alone that you've gained from that, just from connecting the dots even in your life. It's really great to know all of that, right? To know what your triggers are, to know why you tick the way that you do, to know why you react in certain ways when somebody says something or something happens, whether it's at work or with your family or with your neighbor, with your kids, with your partners, whomever else. So I know that you have done a lot of work on yourself And I'm going to ask you to do a little bit more because here's the thing. Sometimes we look at the meta view of how we want our life to change and it seems too daunting. Have you ever been at that place? I do that really with any kind of, when I get on like a fitness kick or especially in my business, when I pull back and I'm like, what do I want 10 years from now? And it's kind of like, whoa, holy overwhelm. And sometimes we look at other people's lives and wonder how we will ever get to the place where we're like them, right? Like I'm using air quotes. (laughs) The story we make up that is their life or the story we make up that is their career or their relationship or whatever. Sometimes we feel like there are so many moving parts to personal development, where one thing leads to another. One thing that you work on uncovers something else that you need to uncover, and so on and so forth. And where is the end to all this growth? Spoiler alert, there isn't an end. So what I've done is I've compiled a short list, and this is not an exhaustive one. This is just a start of small actions you can do today or this week or sometime soon that will absolutely make a difference in your life. As you've heard me say over and over again, courage, even in the face of fear, brings confidence. That's what will make you a more confident human being. It's the knowledge that we can do hard things, and even if we do the hard thing and fall on our face in the process, we then realize we'll live through it. So in no particular order, here are small actions that you can do today. 
All right. The first one is having a hard conversation. I talk about this all the time, how important it is. I have a yearly course, Raise Hell. We spend some time on this one, boundaries, hard conversations, and the like. And who is that person you need to talk to? What is the thing you are afraid to say? Do you need to apologize to someone, even if it's been a couple of years and so much time has passed and you're like, oh my God, it's going to be so awkward if I reach out to this person. But what can you do this week to take a step in that direction? It is something that, oh my gosh, I have had to do this, of course, so many times in my life. We are all humans. But even as I just mentioned, that thing where it's been so many years and you're like, oh God, do I, do I just maybe the more time and distance that gets in between me and this awkward thing, maybe it will go away. And I don't know about y'all, but it doesn't for me. It's the same thing if I owe somebody money or if I borrowed a shirt from someone, that just sticks with me forever. (laughs) Come on the bottom of my shoe. I can't make it go away. And I'm sure, sure you are that way too. So who is that person you need to talk to? Maybe it's not an apology. Maybe it's just that you need to have a conversation. Maybe someone reached out to you and you never responded and you feel like you need to finally. What can you do this week to take a step in that direction? The second action that you can take today is controlled emoting. I talked about this in How to Stop Feeling Like Shit. I believe it's chapter three where I talk about numbing out. And it's that thing that you've been stuffing down, the thing that you have maybe felt a little bit, but really haven't given yourself the time and space to feel it. And it might be a couple of different things. It might be something big, like a huge breakup that you went through or a death in the family, or maybe you got, um, maybe you got let go at work. It's like this big thing that happened. Maybe it's the loss of a miscarriage or, or something big, big, big. And you really haven't given yourself the time and space to feel it. And maybe you're not even sure if you have, you know, there's no real tangible measurement of that, but I can assure you, if you are numbing out on a regular basis, that big thing that happened in your life is likely something that you are not allowing yourself to feel. It might be something on a little bit of a smaller scale. It might be something that you just, uh, maybe you had a review at work that really just beat the shit out of you. Maybe you got an argument with a partner or your friend and you are really angry about it. The thing about anger, which I found so interesting when I started to dive into feelings and emotions and learning about them, that many experts in the world of therapy and psychiatry believe that anger is a secondary emotion that comes from something else. Typically, it comes from hurt. We have been hurt in some way. Uh, Either a boundary has been crossed, there was an expectation that we had whether it was a good expectation or not. Is there ever really a good expectation? I don't know. <laughs> but whatever whatever the case may be, it might be a big thing or a small thing. And we all numb. I truly, truly believe that we all numb to some degree. And it what it takes is taking the time to put down your phone or the booze or the online shopping, or whatever it is that we're doing, the busyness, to numb out with and think about it. You know, what are the things that 
are bothering you. It might be stuff from your childhood. It might be stuff that happened today. Sometimes you might not even know what actually the thing is. And sometimes we don't even really need to know. Sometimes, have you ever had that feeling? I know I have a lot. There's got to be somebody out there listening (laughs) who's been on the verge of tears and it may be premenstrual. It may not. It just is that thing where you're so maybe overwhelmed with life. You can't put your finger on what exactly it is, but you just need a good cry. You need that release. I am a huge fan of controlled emoting. So it's like you're on the precipice of totally just falling apart, for lack of a better term. So put on some Adele. That's what I always say. Put on whatever music really makes those tears start flowing for you. I really like to cry in the shower when I'm going to have a really good cry, you know, the kind where you can't breathe and it just is that primal place. And go and cry or go and be really angry and rageful and whatever it is that you need to get out. Feel it. Feel it. I'm asking you to feel it. The third thing that you can do this week to take small action into getting the life that you really want is writing a letter that you'll never send. It can be to anyone or anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be to a person. It can be angry, sad, full of rage. I hate you. I miss you. Anything and everything you're feeling in that moment about something that's happening or something that has happened. You can write it to your mom. Remember, this is like letters you'll never send. Write it to your mom. You can write it to your president. You can write it to your ex. You can write it to your fear, the patriarchy. Anything that brings up the uncomfortable feelings, you're trying not to feel. Note that this is directly related to controlled emoting. When we don't get these feelings out, I always use the metaphor of trying to hold down a beach ball underwater. You're in the pool or you're at the beach and you're trying to push this beach ball down underwater and keep it under. It works for a little while. You can do it. And it also takes a ton of effort, a ton of your energy and your focus to be able to keep this beach ball underwater. And eventually it's going to pop out somewhere. It might go underneath your legs and pop out behind you. It might come up and smack you in the chin. It's going to come up sooner or later. When you don't feel your feelings by writing a letter you'll never send or controlled emoting, things like that, having hard conversations with someone, then it will eventually, and by it, I mean the feelings that you're feeling will come out another way. This is when we lash out at other people that don't deserve it. This is road rage. This is, you know, that all just falling apart for for seemingly no reason, air quotes. There is a reason. There is a reason, and it's these valid feelings that you're having. I could go on and on about this all day. I talked a lot about it in the book, but I think sometimes we don't feel them is because we don't think that they matter. For whatever reason, some messaging you got along the way is that your feelings don't matter. For women, stereotypically, we get told that we are too sensitive. We get told that we are hysterical, that, uh, you know, keep your emotions out of this, leave your emotions at the door. Never let them see you sweat. Never let them see you cry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that, my friends, is totally complete bullshit and just makes us sick. 
So please, please do the work. Write a letter you'll never send. It will be helpful. Number four, fourth thing that you can do to take a small step in the direction that you want to be in is researching starting your own business. I know that so many of you have this thought in your mind. Not all of y'all, but a lot of you. Whether you want it to be a complete career change, maybe you want it to just be a hobby, or maybe you want it to be a side hustle. So many people want to do this and never ever start. Or they say, I'll do it when I'm retired. Research is the very first step. You can do that today. The fifth thing that you can take action on, small action to go where you want to go, is go do that creative thing. Go to that poetry reading or the open mic comedy night. I'm not saying you have to get up there on stage to do it. I'm just saying go walk in the door and be an audience member or go to that political meeting that's in your area, that place you've been thinking about that makes you really uncomfortable, but is the source of the fire that is in your belly. That's another thing you might be saying, oh, when I have more time, I'll do it in the fall when school starts back up and I have more time, or I'll do it next summer when I'm not in school anymore and I have more time. Go, go to the internet. (laughs) You are probably holding the internet in your hand or it's very close to you and research where you can go this week, today, maybe today. All right, six things, six piece of action. That came out wrong. (laughs) That's totally not what I was about to say. Sixth action step that you can take this week or today, throw out all the stuff from your ex that you've been meaning to throw away. Or maybe it's a friendship that you had that is no longer and you still have all of the things. Whatever you need to do to cleanse old energy. Maybe it's just cleaning out your closet or your garage. Maybe you don't have stuff from an ex or a former friend. Maybe it's your stuff. It's taken up space. It's taken up energy. Get some sage afterwards and burn it. Hey, did y'all know that, speaking of sage, that not only does sage cleanse the energy, in your space that you no longer want, but it also kills the bacteria in the air. I did not know this. I have not seen the scientific research for it. I heard it on the internet, so we all know how that goes, but I just thought that that was really interesting. So throw away the stuff that you don't need anymore. I love a good closet cleanse. I actually, there's a couple of spaces in my house where I need to take my own advice here. And there's this stuff that's like, come with us, move to move like across the country. And I'm like, why do I still have this? I don't need it anymore. So I am also going to do that this week and then burn some sage. And I hope you do too. The last thing I'm going to leave you with that is an action step that you can take today is to start that creative project you've been thinking about forever. Too many times we put off creativity as a luxury, as being unproductive, as something that people do that have too much time on their hands. If you wait until it doesn't feel like it's unproductive or that it's not a luxury, you'll wait forever 
just carve out 30 minutes and do it. It inevitably comes up in every group program that I run. Creativity. There's at least one person who's craving more creativity in her life and she has not made an effort to do it. So guess what? Her homework becomes. I don't care if it's writing or painting or sculpting or cooking or quilting or singing or whatever it is that you do that lights your creativity fire. We all have it. We're all creative people. If you think that you're not, probably somewhere along the way, somebody was shitty to you about it and told you you were bad at drawing or bad at singing or whatever, or that, you know, smart people don't do frou-frou things like that or whatever. Somewhere along the way, there was some messaging that happened about your creativity that has created that belief for you. So I want you to go and do it. You just have to start it. I'm not saying spend six hours on Sunday doing your creative project. Just start it. Just something small. And I just want to leave you with, you know, I talk to you guys all the time about the difference between Passive and active personal development. Passive is when you, and both are important. Don't get me wrong. Both are super important. Passive is when you are listening to self-help books or reading them or following those people on social media or listening to podcasts and you don't implement any of it in your life. So you have all of these tools and theories and ideas. And sometimes it might make for really great conversation with people and, or it might just be like, that sounds like a really great idea but it's passive. You're not actually doing anything, but it, you feel like you are, right? Because you're spending a lot of time on it. Active personal development is when you actually are pulling the trigger, when you are researching starting your own business or going to that open mic night or having that hard conversation, your controlled emoting, whatever it is, I invite you to do something because you are not here to just be passive throughout your whole life and just think personal development is a good idea. That is not what you signed up for when you signed up for this life. And I hope that that's not what you signed up for when you decided to come and listen to this podcast. I don't care if you take a program with somebody else or if you decide to run for office in your community. Like I'm not attached to what it actually is. I just want you to... Love yourself enough where you stake a claim, where you draw a line in the sand and say, I'm done just thinking about it. I'm done just thinking that it's a good idea, maybe for other people, or maybe when I have more time. You deserve the best life that you possibly can have. You absolutely, a thousand percent, are worthy of having more happiness, more confidence, the best, most kick-ass life that you want. All right, ass kickers, climbing down off my soapbox today. I wish you the very, very best. Stay tuned next week. We have author Amber Ray on the podcast. Really happy to have you hear that conversation that I had with her. And again, if you feel that the mentorship is something that you might want to join us, head on over to yourkickasslife.com slash mentorship. And I am happy, happy, happy to hop on the phone with you if it might be a great fit. So until next time, I will see you all out in cyberspace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Hey there, Ask Kickers. If you're still listening, I want to say thank you for sticking around. And that means to me that you are one of my loyal listeners. I want to remind you that this podcast is now listener supported. It will always be free, but in order to remain free, I've opened up the option for loyal listeners to become my patrons. There's three different tiers that include their own bonuses, and you can pledge as little as a dollar per episode. So if you head on over to patreon.com, that link is also in the show notes, patreon.com slash YKAL to check it out. And hopefully I will see you over there and you'll join us.